Welcome to De-Stress Your Business, the podcast where we show you how to get incredible results in your business without the stress. I'm Alexis Kingsbury, a serial entrepreneur and, co- uh, and founder at Air Manual, and I'm joined by my co-founder and co-host, Paddy Mann. Good morning, Paddy. Good morning. So, documented processes are one of the best tools that business owners have got uh, to free up, free up time, reduce stress, and accelerate growth. Uh, but most business owners have tried uh, tried it before. They've tried to document those things, but it didn't work. And the processes or the processes weren't used consistently and kept up to date. So we're going to be talking in this session about uh, why uh, why that is and how you can make sure uh, that uh, documentation actually gets used after you've put that effort into doing it. So Paddy, let's talk about. Um, in those cases where business owners have tried to to do this, and and I think you know when I speak to business owners, like a, a lot of them have done some form of this, whether it's trying to do some ISO accreditation or just try and document some of their their own processes, they end up with stuff in a lot of places and so on. But like, what's the impact of when documentation doesn't doesn't get used? Well, essentially, you know, it's the the fact that you're investing a lot of time to to document, and often uh, we we often share you know quick and easy ways to get a great uh, return on investment, but often people haven't come in with that kind of uh, experience about how you can be documenting effectively. So it's a big investment of time to um, potentially choose a tool first, uh, work out how to organize and structure everything, and then create those documents. So you put a big amount of effort and time in. It's normally something which takes you completely away from your other kind of priorities because it becomes a major project in itself. And then having invested all that, it's rare rare that you would go, okay, it, it had absolutely no benefit. But so often mm. that benefit is really short-lived. And it's what was anticipated to be something where you were laying foundations for everything else in your business to be growing on in the next years and decades, in, in fact, instead pays off as a short-term project or <laughs> it pays some benefit as a short-term project, but often doesn't even pay back the effort that was invested because it doesn't have that, that longer-term goal. And of course, it's not just the, oh, damn, there's a uh, kind of a short-term uh, loss there, a waste of time, which perhaps could have been better spent somewhere else, but it's then the way that affects you as a business leader in looking at any other project like this it also kind of it stops you from trying again um because it's not having the impact that you that you hope yeah no i think i think that's uh it's really important and i particularly like that last point around the it kind of stops you going again because it, it creates a pattern in your mind which is i've tried that before and you know, and 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 that's um, a pattern that in lots of areas of business we need to kind of get out of. You know, it's like the oh, I've tried I don't know, Facebook ads before and it didn't work, so therefore I don't try it again. And of course, like like that, that's faulty thinking. Generally, it's that the way it was done wasn't wasn't right, and so you didn't get the results, and so things went out of date, and so on. So, uh, absolutely uh, love that, and I think you're right in terms of the impact. So. Um, how do uh, how can business owners actually make sure that uh, the processes get used? Because as you, as you say, like a lot of effort going in, they're getting getting some results. The problem becomes more of a, a kind of um, longer term one. So, what are what are the things that people can do to, to make sure they get used? 
cool. So, I mean, first of all, you do need to create, create content which is usable and fit for purpose. Uh, and I'm not going to go deep on this uh, in today's episode because we have covered it in some of the previous episodes and we'll no doubt be picking up again. But you, you need to be thinking about this as your uh, manual. It needs to be easy for people to find. It needs to be clear that this is process documentation rather than an ad hoc project or uh, you know just a, a document that's been created. It needs to be clearly uh, seen as by your team as something which is there and intended for use each time they follow a, a process. Each time they do a task, um, they should be using it. With that document there, which is uh, both something that they're able to find when they need it and something that they're going to be able to follow when they need it because you've created it, created it and it tested it and you know it works. The really important thing that you, you have to do is you can't just kind of hand it over and go, okay, that's now there. Great. Let's move on. You have to first set the really clear expectations that the process needs to be followed um, every time. So it should be clear to everyone on the team that essentially you appreciate that they may make a mistake, but they need to be trying to follow it every single time. And it isn't acceptable to be making up different steps uh, as they go along. It isn't acceptable to learn about it once and then adapt to their different way. They need to be following that process. With that expectation in place, you need, then need to hold them accountable. So if you spot that they haven't followed the process, you know, you've been on a, a sales call with them and they've skipped a few steps, then you need to, um, you need to hold them accountable. You need to pick them up and go, what, what's happening? Why did we skip that step? Um, and when changes are needed and this, it, they will be needed. You will find ways to improve it. You, and this is, you know, if they are trying to follow the process initially, but go, actually, this doesn't work well, then it's not okay that they then stop following the process. We then need to be quick to fix any issues. So if you can get into that position where you're constantly holding them accountable and going, you've got to follow the process, but it's fine if there are issues, because we'll just fix them immediately and making sure you're always making those quick, uh, quick updates then you then you get into a into a good place, uh, and that, that's what we need to be doing consistently. Yeah, nice. Uh, I, I think the um, the way the, often the way that I I tend to think about it is that it's like the you've got to raise the expectation, right? You've got to set the bar quite high. Uh, it reminds me of the phrase um, "you get what you tolerate." You know, if in your business you tolerate people um, not following processes or you know it's okay if they do 80 percent of it or or uh, or they do things whatever way that they think is right you know it's fine like it, when you then tolerate the mistakes when you tolerate the 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 results the inconsistency the the impacts on your customers and and so on it's like that then you will get more of that and so I, I, I love, as you said, like setting that expectation and coming back to it, holding people accountable, looping those back is, is as much um, an attitude uh, and, a, and a mindset as it is, um, you know, a sort of series of patterns that you'd have in your management. And it's just raising that expectation and, and doing that and making sure both for yourself as a business leader, but also the other leaders and indeed the wider team um, raise their own expectation of uh, the team and their individual performance. So I really, really like that. It needs to become um, a habit, a, ha a habit, yeah. and, and as with any other habit, it won't feel natural to you or your team initially. Mm -hmm. And the only way to form that new habit is to do it consistently for an extended period. 
uh, and there's loads of great books on how to form great habits. Um, yeah. and, and as a manager, you need to be on it initially and you need to every time there's a, a kind of a digression, just pull the team back and, and form, help them to form that habit. Because once, once you've been doing this for you know, a few weeks, a few months, it, it stops being this kind of challenge. It's just, it becomes your business as usual. It becomes a culture. And I think for most business owners and leaders, that's that's what you want you want to have that culture where people do follow the processes where you do have a, a standardized way of doing things because that not only does that make the whole business so much less stressful but it gives you amazing foundations which you can then build on because you've then got a like, consistency about how they're doing things and you can look at ways of optimizing it and bringing everyone's game up yeah i think i think that's really important and that 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 piece around the culture it's, it's really interesting like um, when I, you know, when I talk to groups of business owners and so on, um, as I have been doing uh, at a, a business event over the last few days, one of the things that sometimes people come up and to, to me and or, you know, based on the com conversation and presentations I've done, and they say, you know, so you provide, you know, you've, you've got this software business, this is Air, Air Manu, but you you provide software because it strikes me that a lot of what you talk about is it's essentially establishing a process culture, and of course, like yes. That is exactly it. It is creating a culture in your business of using and being clear on and being consistent in and following and updating your processes and the way in which you do things and seeing that as something that matters. And um, it's funny because then, of course, the challenges are, but so hang on, if it's all about the process culture, like where does, where does the software come in? Like, <laughs> you know, you almost don't talk much about the software. And often the answer is, that, like the reason that you need, uh, if you need the software or that you need air manual, is because it removes the friction. It removes the things that are made harder when you're trying to create a process culture, like you know, making sure that people follow it and can find it and actually update it. Because most of the tools that people use for that, like you know, piles of Microsoft Word and Google Docs and so on. They sap that out. They take that energy. They create friction, which makes it hard for you to create that, that culture around it and have that impact. And as a result, it uh, makes it hard to make sure that documentation actually gets used and be able to set that realistic expectation. So I think that's uh, it, it's a really important aspect, as, as exactly as you say, it's that culture. So let's take um, uh, an example of where... You know, if, if, you, if you've got someone, perhaps you've got recurring processes, you know, you want to make sure that people are kicking those off on a regular basis. We talked that, you know, we've talked a bit about um, uh, making sure that people actually follow the process itself when they're doing it and that they don't miss those. What about actually using, you know, doing a regular process on a regular basis, like doing the monthly management accounts or um, uh, chasing customers for payments every week? What, what, uh, what, what can people do to do that? So good question. So basically, yeah, there's two different ways that your team can be dropping the ball. One, that they could have a process where they are, they are doing it every time. So they, uh, they are uh, you know, doing sales calls or, or creating new features or whatever. And when they do that process, they then don't look at the, the documented process or don't follow one of the steps in it. So that's one of the, the challenges. The second challenge is that one of the processes doesn't get kicked off at all. And these are when you've got recurring processes, which you know your ones which should be running weekly or monthly. Um, so every month we need to uh, review. All, uh, give me an example from finance. There's, there's so many. Uh, I think you've uh, mentioned one. Uh, bank reconciliations, or, or, or doing your VAT return quarterly, or. Yeah. 
perfect. So every every uh, quarter, we need to make sure you're doing the VAT return. And if, if yeah. that doesn't happen, then you're in a, uh, all sorts of bad places and the, the work and tidy up afterwards be a nightmare. Uh, and so for this one, we just need to make sure it always gets kicked off, even if your finance person has got sick or, um, or, or gone on holiday unexpectedly or whatever. You need to be, make sure that you know, uh, you're able to manage that. And the, the important thing for your recurring processes is that you have visibility as a, uh, as a manager, as a team of what recurring processes exist and when they're going to be kicked off. And then the important bit, the red flag when one of them hasn't been kicked off to the schedule that you're talking about. So you need some way of having that visibility. And as you uh, grow your, your process documentation, you're going to end up with, um, well, we found many hundreds of, of recurring processes. There are uh, finance, there are going to be many, 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 same in data security and even in teams like sales and uh, development and, um, uh, and, and exec, there are some that run recurring. And so when you've got that kind of quantity of them, the easiest way we found is to use, to use a dashboard. So you just have a red flag, which indicates that something hasn't been kicked off in time. And then you just go back to what we talked about later, which is you hold people accountable um, and then make sure it gets picked up. Yeah, I love that. Fantastic. Uh, great. Well, so we, we've talked about, you know, we've been talking about how to make sure that processes actually get uh, used in your business. We've talked about the impact that it can have and particularly how it's almost like business owners uh, stop even trying to document the business when, when they go through this loop of, oh, but people aren't using them. You know, I've been talking to business owners recently as they're doing the kind of ISO um, uh, exercise and um, they're frustrated that they end up with these piles of documents that then they come for reaccreditation like a year or two later and they're just literally like getting these documents again quick put a date on it to show that we've reviewed it and pass it and uh, and you know and they're, and they're not following the process and the ridiculous thing is the reason that you're doing ISO often it's multi, uh, it's motivated by like serving a customer a particular customer group or whatever but it's um in theory the concept of iso is like um it's about having consistent processes it's about making sure that um you've got effective controls in place it's about making sure that you're continuously improving all things that you want as a business leader <laughs> and yet they you know they're frustrated they don't get down that route so i think i love how you know we've in this uh, in this episode we've set out how to make sure they get used you know make the content easy to find and use and to update set clear expectations that the processes be followed and kept up to date hold people accountable fix any issues um anything else that we need to add paddy before we close out no, I think those are the uh, the key points, and yeah, we've certainly been through all those experiences, indeed, with the ISO uh, ourselves, and, and it's just you you got to work through it. It's one of the uh, major hurdles. It makes you feel uncomfortable sometimes as a business owner introducing this new habit. But if you want to have a great business, if you want to get rid of the business stress and, and accelerate your growth, then this is one of those hurdles you're going to have to work through. And, uh, Fantastic. Yeah, completely agree. And we're going to go uh, some of these aspects, particularly things like the process dashboard, are things that I go deeper on on uh, the a weekly webinar that I run. Uh, which is on how to free up 15 hours per week and remove the constant stress of running a business without slowing down growth. Uh, please do join me. It's typically Wednesdays at 1pm, which is uh, the next one that's coming up uh, as of date of recording now. Uh, you can find out more and register for the next webinar at www.airmanual.co forward slash webinar. A final note for everyone listening, please help us out in helping as many people as possible. Uh, please do reshare 
uh, this episode. If you've if you found it useful and interesting, reshare it with other business leaders that uh, may feel the same. Do post in the comments. Do share. Uh, do provide a quick review. Uh, if you're listening to this on the on a, our podcast uh, app or whatever, um, it would really really appreciate it. It does make a huge difference. Um, this uh, and so we can help more people. So otherwise, I hope you found this useful. Thank you so much. And until next time, have fun.